welcome to the Clunk Show podcast. Kieran here bringing you the lowdown on some of the UK's best emerging talent, as well as some of the UK's biggest names in music right now. Each episode, we will shed some light on some of the UK's best musicians, both big and small, and give you, the listener, a chance to discover something new, perhaps the next big hit for your Spotify playlists. Through this, we've been going through dodgy broadbands and screaming seagulls who will join us in each episode as we jump into our guests' homes and shed some light on what they've got in store for the year ahead. On this episode of The Clunk Show, we're joined by arguably one of the most exciting London-based indie punk bands who went from their post-punk-leaning early singles to taking a slanted view on Britpop in their later albums. Half the latest EP release, Walking Machine, please welcome to the show, Feet, with their latest single, Library. was formed in 2016 by students attending Coventry University. After a few lineup changes, the band began to find their sound in post-punk, which came out in early singles such as Pity Thieving and Backseat Driver. With the band living together in a North London flat since late 2019, and the isolation of being stuck in lockdown has allowed Feet to progress their sound to how they want it to be. Please welcome to the show, George and Harry. How's everything been? How you been? Good. Yeah, very good. Thanks Pretty good. <clears throat> Keep them busy. Yeah. Yeah, I saw... Uh, a video of you guys all going mental. Yeah, we just finished putting the house back together. <laughs> That's good. Um, so yeah, what have you guys been up to then in the in the past couple of weeks? What's been going down up in London town? Uh, we played a show actually. Oh um, really? Our second one back at the Old Blue. Yeah, it was a good laugh. We played. We got some like new songs that we that we wrote you know, during lockdown. Sure. So you don't know what they really sound like until you play them in front of audience. You need that sort of fan appreciation yeah, and criticism. How well they're going to? And listen. they went down well. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, quite a small you know affair. You can see everyone in the audience. So people were audibly disgusted. It been quite clear. <laughs> yeah. Was it a social distance event or was it just a yeah. standard? Yeah, it was standard. Also on down okay. tables, but I quite liked it to be honest. I think it was a yeah. cool. Yeah, it's like just cafe vibes. It's the second socially distant one we've done. The first one was a bit kind of like shaking the rust off, and this this one was like a kind of headline show, and it was just a lot more comfortable. Do you think sort of moving forward out out of the pandemic, you might do more shows like that? Because like you said, you mentioned it's kind of like a jazz lounge mm. sort of vibe. And I do think your sound, although it is fun to dance to and it has that sort of poppy sensibility, it does have a kind of sit and listen vibe to it as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can definitely curate a sit down show. They don't all have to be, you know. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. So, I quite like the, yeah, who knows, why not? See what happens. It might be the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I guess that was the highlight of the past month then. It was, it was indeed. Pretty much. All the days just bleed into one at the minute for everybody, don't know. Really. Yeah, right. Show was good. Getting back in the rehearsal studio is good. Some new stuff in the pipeline, you know. Yeah, we've kind of been writing our second EP. Uh, I know this one's not come out yet, but always got to be ready. Yeah. So um, I'm just going to reel it back a little bit and just ask, you know, how did you guys meet? You know, when did you guys decide to start making music with each other? Going way back. Well, it's actually me and Harry were the first ones to meet in like, in terms of strangers to acquaintances. We were the first strangers. <laughs> okay, we went to Cov Uni. That's where we all met. Us and Ollie and Callum. Ben didn't go to uni. He was in a far more successful band at the time. <laughs> and I formed a music society with somebody I lived opposite 
who lived opposite my like student accommodation and me and her got a message from this man sitting next to me said he wanted to be involved I remember we had like a showcase thing that we set up and uh, Harry rolled up in his was it Red Rover? What did you have? Oh, I don't know. What was your first car? That little red... With, I had a red Rover 100, but then it transformed into a Polar. I think oh, it was a Polar. The blue one. Broken door. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was my first meeting with Harry. You know, screeching along. But yeah, that was... God, was that three, four years ago? And the rest, five. Five years ago. Band, the band started at 20... Uh, 16... It sounds so long ago, but it actually wasn't. I think it's because yeah. it's the 2020 thing makes things sound really old, doesn't it? It's true, yeah. Going from that to sort of where you guys are now, did you ever see that happening? Did you ever see feet sort of building into into what it's become today? To be honest, no, I, not really. Well, not I mean, really. we were so kind of thick, might be the word, uh, at uni. Three plants on about that we thought we were actually going to do far better than we did. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, I would say we were quietly confident and now we've kind of matured and this seems like a, an actual, it's, it's a thing that you can do. You just got to really put the hours in. But this is a good bit. This is good stuff. We were yeah. a many a chat in a um, Casbah in that smoking area. So, yeah, we're, we're going to be massive. <laughs> we're going to be massive. Um, but now everything's like, you know, you can see, put the work in. And we have a bit more of an understanding of how it goes. So it's, it's a bit more moderate, but more realistic, should I say now. Still still confident in your sound, but yeah, as you say, yeah, like realist, realistic in the journey. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's brilliant. Everything you do seems to be um, right. Do you know what I mean? Like the music's really good. The live performance is really good. And also, like, and it's such like a modern thing, but like the social media presence is really good as well. You know, like there's lots for fans to enjoy when it comes to you guys. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I am saying you. that as a fan thank as well. You. But yeah, that's one thing I wanted to, like, with, with um, social media, there's a kind of a, a wave of bands coming up and using it in a similar way that you guys do is this mm-hmm. kind of... Um, yeah, it's a great tool to promote, but it's also a place to sort of have a laugh, you know? Do you think that's something that was always going to happen with you guys, just kind of it matches the personality? Or is it something that you were like, you know, this tool's great, perhaps we could use it for this sort of thing? I mean, when you're starting out, because as soon as you get signed to like a big major label, they'll give you like quotas. Sometimes it's like contractual that have like a TikTok because we've only been doing it ourselves, really. Like, you know, we're not on anyone big it's become a lot more authentic, hasn't it? Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's, it's only us. At one point, there was like a social media team that was... Yeah, they, were, they, got, this roped was, they got roped in by... <laughs> they us, yeah, it was just a bit unnecessary. With, I, don't, I, I, can't remember, I couldn't say the last time I actually tweeted anything from our account. Like, to be honest, it was, it's Ollie, all Ollie. Ollie, Ollie's, Ollie's very good. Yeah, I, I did mean, think it was. It has his touch. <laughs> it does, it does. <laughs> Do you think, like, if you were to sign to a major, that you'd probably stick to doing that sort of stuff yourself anyway? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's quite hard. Once you've done it enough, it's not that hard. Once the ball's rolling. Yeah, like, I do it, so Ollie, he'll, he'll be fine. He'll be on the payroll. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, talking back to sort of when you guys started and thinking about where you were going, did you all have, like, a big idea or perhaps a goal that you wanted to achieve? I think for me at first it was just like a bit of a laugh just have a, have the crack we played put on some of our own shows and did our own little tour in Luxembourg and stuff stupid stuff like that that was a really quite a nice holiday actually mm. I think that when when we got like the first time we got picked up by management and stuff that was but like oh alright this could be like the job this could be my job now when we were still really young I think that was like second year and that's when the extra confidence landed. That's when we just kind of were like, right, well, clearly we're sick. 
So, but I, I think because we didn't, just none of us stupid. kind of went to university with like, a, oh, I'm going to do this degree and then I'm going to get this job. Yeah, you know? right. Everyone just kind of went because they didn't want to stay at home anymore. So it was kind of like all of us independently outside the band needed to work out what we wanted to do anyway. So the band opportunity just kind of fell on our on our laps right path of least resistance we've been rowing downstream (laughs) (laughs) where are you guys all from originally then individually do you think perhaps like you say like doing the band thing was a a way to escape like you say going back home and I'm just trying to figure out if it's like a, a moving away from the small town mentality I live in a little village called Buckton. There's about 12 people that live in this village. They're all <laughs> old people. Basically, it's a very small town. He described right. it as a very dismal, small place. It's not that bad. But okay. Quite a nice place. Yeah, it's just... It's, I had a paper round for five years. You know? There it is. <laughs> it's a very small village. There's, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like, like you said, you don't want to go... You know, you want to be more, get into the city and all that kind of stuff. Escape the, uh, the bird's nest. Yeah, definitely. How have you found London? Do you feel you fit in quite nicely in there? And um, did you find it took a while to adjust? Uh, after uni, we moved around so much. We went and lived in an actual barn farm. Yeah, we lived on right. a caravan for a bit. And then we went and lived in Southampton for a bit. And we've just kind of been all over the place. When we moved to London, yeah. it was just like, this is cool. Because we spent a lot of time in London, so we're already quite familiar with it before you know, we moved down there. And it's just it's just kind of like a given that we've lived together anywhere we went. So because that factor doesn't necessarily change, it's not like we moved to London and we're like, oh, right, let's all get our own little places and find Right. Yeah. We're all very much in each other's pockets. So the experience has been somewhat the same if we'd been any city regardless of where we ended up but I mean we live in Muswell Hill it's, it's ridiculous it's too nice for us the, yeah it's you know, a lovely part of London <laughs> you just see Ali Pali out the window it's like yeah that. yeah we're kind of settling in we did uh, when we did the Peace and Quiet video you kind of see our little hotspots you know the barbers on the corner and the off licence and the fish and chip shop like I feel like we're becoming more and more well we're trying to anyway trying to embed ourselves in the community because it is so nice around here and just because it's north isn't like South London's like you know cool area whatever right yeah 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 um, definitely but I don't know this this feels like a holiday resort in what, in what, in what, in what sense <laughs> I just like there's a lot of a lot of green it's very quiet uh, Muswell Hill you know we can go people don't always say that we live in Muswell Hill we're all really green around there I guess so like like you say like when you look at where people live you know east and south I guess it is quite grey and built up around there isn't it in comparison to north yeah yeah and then, well, I guess the idea is, is always stuff going on so you, mm. like if we were in Hackney or somewhere that was up and coming all those bars right, and right. clubs and things and maybe that would influence the band or and how we are way, yeah. and our lifestyle and everything was now because we have our own little spot yeah. and there's loads going on it means we have to create our own fun or whatever that you've got your own microcosm that you yeah. can kind of develop and build in which i think actually is a really unique position to be in especially in london like you say like I, even i do it like when a band says they're from london my brain goes south london straight away like they yeah, must be yeah. from south london you know so yeah you know, the aesthetic and everything right it, I mean, we ideally want to be part of like a scene and a community but living in Muswell Hill there isn't necessarily there isn't a buzzing uh, music scene in Muswell Hill you know just means that there's potential to start one and I think that's what maybe that's part of the reason why we gravitated here more so than somewhere trending
music is slap bang in the middle of mainstream and sleazy South London. What do you like? How would you explain that, and why do you feel that? Hmm. I've been misquoted by the press again. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I would say that there's a lot of things that I like about those two things. You know, I, I like a lot of the South London, just general London scene, like you know, Fat White Family and the Entourage, Warm yeah. Deeper, and all those bands. It's sick, you know far better than I think a lot of stuff out there and it's definitely an influence I'd like I want to sound like this, these bands because they're mm-hmm. great but I think it's almost I guess what we're trying to do is place ourselves where it's, it's not under another band or under another like big chain of influences to kind of craft your own thing put a name to it put a spin it's just far more interesting just and it's kind of fun we can play with it you know we've got the record label clap records and we put some nights on and it's like well let's try our own thing and uh, the more you do it the more time you invest in and then you start to hear other bands that kind of sway more to your sound than it do to somebody yeah. else and then you go hang on you know maybe we're our own little thing I guess you feel like a little bit responsible to help cultivate these bands because you've got, you know, bands like Home Counties and Courting mm-hmm. who, who do have a, you know, I don't want to say similar sound because they're very much, they are also very much their own entities as you guys are. There's definitely a, a familiarity there, isn't there? So I guess yeah. do you feel perhaps you need to, you know, help these guys along as well with, by doing events through Cloud. I mean, you're taking Courting on tour, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, all, yeah, th- those bands you use as an example, are, you know, cracking in their own right and I, I see what I mean I feel like the tone mm. of our music is maybe that's what they how we fall under the same umbrella necessarily musically but um, yeah the tone and everything because it is kind of playful at the end of the day is. yeah definitely I would agree yeah well um, obviously we saw the release of your debut album in 2019 What's Inside is More Than Just Ham is that right which I loved great album full of great music as well so I want to know uh, with your EP Walking Machine that's coming out in August was there anything done differently with that one or anything done the same or did you have perhaps a different mentality going into it what was done differently with the Walking Machine EP I think the mentality could have been more different between the two. Because as, okay. you know, as we were playing earlier, we were very, you know, dumb students, happy-go-lucky, all, we're the best band ever, we'll just, don't know, let's make weird guitar sounds and see if we can get away with it. And, right, right. But this uh, this time around, I think we'd spent a lot more time together as a band and just sort of honed in on what we actually wanted yeah. to sound like. Because when we recorded the first album, we parted ways with our old drummer and picked up Ben. He sure. was in the band for like, two months before we went to record he played two, two shows weeks. with us two weeks oh, yeah, yeah. two weeks wow the influence I think though, from the first record well, the producer we used Cam Blackwood he had far more influence I think in the sound than we would necessarily uh, allow now I think yeah like we've got we basically did it with this want. big expensive producer who's okay. George Ezra's producer yeah. I'm not sure what crack is there I think because of like the money that was being thrown at it, we were just kind of listening rather than telling and taking control of our own thing. Not that it's not our fault of the, you know, because we kind of would, if we were to do it again now, we'd do it entirely differently, I think, in yeah. terms of really. Production. Yeah. I think it's just a bit too, cl- bit too clean, but too polished, I think, the first one. And what the, the approach now to like a walking machine and then record subsequently after. Yeah. Um, is that let's do another one? Some of the songs, I think we read like busy and stuff as well. So yeah, we put this time around, we've been a bit more clinical with right. Need to be there, then it's not going in there. Yeah, Yeah. okay. And the production is a bit more kind of raw, a bit more purposeful, you know, in the sounds, and rather than 
just getting all your stupid computer art after yeah. effects things and whatever you know yeah. thinking about it oh let's you know we need to shake it a, a lot of the songs um there was a metal chair that we found i was using that it's called the clanger well, that's on pretty much every song which you know we wouldn't do i've done that before but again it's just like making it's thinking about everything yeah and everything and the, uh, richie the producer that we did walking machine with he was great to work with it was very collaborative and that was that's the oh sorry there's no earthquake going on as well <laughs> table. um what because i went like that look. don't do it <laughs> you sort of tri- trim trimmed the fat off the ham if you will oh absolutely. pretty much yeah yeah nice Nice. One other thing that I noticed as well in the in the press release that I want to talk about your latest single, Library, is that uh, you said it's a product of your slow Ramones period, which I, I absolutely love that quote because when I listened to it, the first thought in my head was Ramones. This is so influenced by the Ramones and I loved it. And it is, again, another fantastic single. So I just yeah, curious to know what you were listening to around that. Uh, what Ramones tracks were you sort of indulging on? We had Rangers a bit of big Ramones head. He's okay. Like, you like the New York kind of scene. Oh, I love yeah, that yeah. shit. What a Ramones song that we listen to, like. All the songs sound very similar. Yeah, yeah. They're all the same chords anyway. Though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they all yeah. Blend into one. Yeah. But I think they're just very good pop songs. The way they're written, everything is everything sure. super like it's chorus, 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 chorus. Yes. And that was that was the model I think we took and tried to apply to library. Yeah. It was. You know, don't bore us, get to the chorus, and the Ramones do a cracking job of that. I mean, the song was a two minutes long anyway, which again, yeah, most of the songs are. on the EP now are like three minutes, you, you'd be lucky. That's and they all sound the same, and there's a lot of cohesiveness, which I think we liked as well. Yeah, yeah definitely. You, when you get a Ramones song, you think, that's the Ramones. Yeah, and that's, yeah, that's all yeah. you want. Even just so, okay. you know, it's already, you know, exactly where you are. Yeah. You can see it, you can, you know, visually, they're fucking great. Yeah, an influence. An iconic, you could say, iconic band. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I can't think of any of the names in their songs. It was just a period of like two or three weeks. We just listened to Ramones. We wanted, we wanted to do just like kind of like sloppy pop music. So, um, yeah. Not in terms of performance, but in terms of like sounds like Ramones. Like, For sure. They're still like a pop group, do you know what I mean? music looks like it's on its way back uh looks like we're getting there finally um yeah yeah, it's been a while just wanted to know yeah like i guess uh you guys are chomping at the bits to to get back out there yeah absolutely yeah you can't i think the time away you forget what it's like you forget Mm. the show i mean when we played the second one back and it was our like headline if you like yeah it's just weird you forget (laughs) forget all your moves you forget what it's like (laughs) listening to yourself but you know on a little pa system or whatever and sure um, kind of crap live sound. i mean the sound guy if he's watching he was good but <laughs> you know i mean that kind of live yes. element of the band you forget what it's like yeah i think it'll take a few shows to kind of remember that this is actually you know this is the job it must be weird not doing it and then all of a sudden being <laughs> plopped on a stage and being like what do we do like yeah where do we 
Well, we don't swing around like monkeys in trees. <laughs> I think I've got a photo of a. Uh of you you're like hanging off an amp with your like yeah, legs out and stuff yeah yeah those days are over are they yeah just you know, reeled it in yeah it's, it's trying to work out it's like you take take the remains for example the energy doesn't necessarily have to you don't have to burn 2000 calories where it is and run <laughs> on the stage yeah. to give off that energy you know yeah yeah in a very purposeful kind of way even just the remains starts you know that you know yeah definitely yeah power, power stuff, that kind of stuff you know that to me lends towards like you go see the band and even if you can't hear them well, yeah, right but the way everything looks visually you know of a live band i feel like we haven't nailed that just yet this is the next stage once we start playing again yeah we just find some, our roles a little better we need some shows yeah. to work out what we're going to sure. do it's the tough one it's getting yeah like, it's, it's one of those, it comes with experience wasn't it yeah so yeah. the more you play the more you'll find out like you say your roles and stuff yeah we, we watched the, uh, the there's a few dodgy videos on YouTube of like that <laughs> some of our shows people <laughs> yeah, uploaded really it's just looks, all it all it is it didn't know it was us you just feel like it's just five dickheads just for 45 minutes playing <laughs> some weird music well, it looks like the band has gone off and someone you know, I know it's like, it's like a tribute band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's hilarious. That does segue really nicely into the next question. Uh, for your tour in August, what can we as fans expect to see at your shows? Well, we've got loads of we've got new material, yeah, I mean, music new and old. We've got obviously the new EP, and then I reckon we might even play some new songs after that. So yeah. yeah, okay. It'll be a fresh approach. Same guitars, different haircuts. Yeah, that's what we like. What are five things you love about touring and five things you dislike? Ooh, the van. Service stations. Service stations slash driving. These are uh, the dislikes. I just like being a bit mouldy in a van. Just been like, I've got to go and play another show tonight. Oh, what a shame. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have a kind of like little sleep. Yeah. A yeah. In a van. People Those don't in the van. Yeah. Even though it's really cramped, it's like such a safe space for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. Kind of um, a big heavy door. I like that. Giving that a good close. Yeah. Corn picnic eggs, yeah. Just I don't know what, what, what do you, what do you not like about time? Oh, love a good travel lodge. Yeah, I love travel. Oh, lodges. Love oh travel. Lodge. The, the the shampoo there. If I want to buy that, where, where do you get that? Yeah, I want the shower heads, man. The shower the the, the way it comes out, it's per, it's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect water pressure. I don't think there are negatives to touring. That's a very positive attitude. I like, I like deprivation. Yeah, but you can lift off from the take it, Yeah, you can That's take it. That's what you know, you're opening the big heavy door and then you're getting out into a travel lodge. I mean, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> what can't you Not like? Alone, really. Could be a lot worse. It's very oh. true. There's, sometimes it's bad. Like, there was... We talked about this other day. We played Why Not and the, the time it got cancelled midway <laughs> through and the five of us were just asleep in a tent and we woke up at half four in the morning. <laughs> Tent was essentially gone. We shared one... one we shared beds. one bright bed. Yes. Single. 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 How yeah. did you manage that? That must have been awful. I, know. I think someone who got someone stepped in a car. That was that was a bad one, to be fair. But other, <laughs> other than the nominees like that, there's nothing really. It's all part of the experience.
obviously we brought you guys down to Cornwall uh, with mm. Southwest oh. One, and that was obviously a fantastic experience and i was very thankful that you guys did that as well because it's always so good to see bands like yeah, you guys yeah. make your way down as well so i was wondering you know if it's ever on the cards again and now you've kind of seen that people in this particularly in the summer will come out for a show down here do you think perhaps it could why be not? added to a bill you know why not yeah yeah it's the door's always open like yeah i'm always very excited by asking bands that question because i think my big theory is that post brexit people mm. will come cornwall because i think it would be harder to go abroad unfortunately yeah, which yeah. obviously is really shit but out of the ashes of that touring the uk will be like, you'll go more places you know yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think the seaside towns are going to get a real influx you know i agree and your ramsgates and yeah we did, have a, we did have a bloody lovely time when we went in there yeah, it was lost the, lost the GoPro in the sea. Yeah. <laughs> That's that such a classic thing to do. <laughs> I'll wrap things up for you guys now as well. We like to end on a story, and I'm sure you guys have got plenty to regale us with. So uh, is there anything funny or weird that's happened to you guys on tour, off tour, just in general? Mm. I feel like these funny stories always come out of festivals, and I don't know why. Yes. What, one thing that... Uh, takes my mind and i can kind of hopefully off this maybe a few others might pop up but i remember in nuki when you guys play and you had that guy come up to you i think it may have been up to ollie but he was trying to tell you about his band and he was like we're a mix between the the cow jacket yeah what did you say it was it's like nirvana and the beatles they were like the mix between nirvana and the beatles well i heard it it's not Whatever those two things together sound like, didn't sound like anything. <laughs> it was so classic, like it was one of those as well. I was like, of course, it was one of our gigs that something like that would happen. Yeah, like no, you take I a punt and like, you bring this band down. One, there's always one. Yeah, you, that's the great thing about the touring and festivals. You find so many good characters. You know, right. Yeah. All bad. They're all. Yeah. Trying to think of more. Ryan, story time. Hit us. We can't remember anything. I mean, not a, not necessarily a good story for these lot, but when we we did the tour in Brighton. We stayed at my mate's house, and me and him, me and him went out because I hadn't seen him for a little while. So we all we just went to a club. Right. And these lot were left to find their digs, you know, oh, where the, my they were sleeping for that. House. And the options, my god! <laughs> I think when I mentioned it, he was like, "Yeah, yeah, come down. We've got loads of room." It was bloody freezing. It'd been raining all night. I think. Oh no! It was an armchair. I can't remember if I ever slept. Ollie, Ollie sat up right in an armchair like this. Somebody gets to share like a really tiny sofa. I think I slept underneath a wet towel. Yeah, it was three towels on the floor that you left out on the floor. And then we got back from our little clubbing experience. They broke in. I'm sweating. We had to get through the through the window. We didn't have like, any keys. We yeah. all shit because we're like, why? Who's coming into it? Who is it? Yeah. And we got back. Yeah, so we got back. I slept for not long at all. But by the time I woke up, I was still a bit pissed. But I had my jacket on because I felt yeah. good in my sleep. So I actually had a really good night's sleep. And waking up these lot. Oh my God. Being in that van after that. you don't want to start on that as well like, that is not a starting point you want yeah. on, the, on the last tour or maybe the one before the album came out i think it was the last tour whenever it was mm. i guess when it when it did come up yeah um, we went we played a show in glasgow we had a bit heavy night because we got a decent amount of friends up there like a really heavy night and then we went to the van we had to get to Dublin for the next day so we had to go from Glasgow blah 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 ferry yeah. 
the ferry stopped in the water because there was too much traffic or something. Yeah. We weren't allowed to dock for some oh, reason. Oh, and then we're sitting. And they were sitting moving. and they were chopping. Oh, mate. That is horrid. It was like an hour of everyone just like... <laughs> it's horrible, man. That sounds horrific. It's kind of like yeah. the... Uh, I think it's the Isles of Silly boat. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was a silly that goes from Cornwall. It's literally like the same boat they've been using since the 50s, that like flat bottomed thing. So when it goes, you, it's literally just like a bath. It's just sick everywhere. Oh, it's man. awful, man. The only thing you do is like fall asleep. But you yeah. can't on those boats. People, it's going like that. You're just about to, you know, yeah. go off and then a glass smashes you. <laughs> it's horrible. Oh, man. Well, there you go. Two, two pretty. Uh, it's two pretty gnarly stories, stories there. More wet towels, please. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, moving forward, we'll get some maybe some more luxury, and it'll be a, a damp blanket instead of a wet towel. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thanks uh, for that, guys. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Thank yeah you for having a chat with us. It's been it's been lovely. Um, it's good to see you guys again as well. And yeah, like I said, hopefully we'll um, we'll see you guys soon. Like once you, if you do like a bigger tour, we'll we'll get yeah. something going. Be great. Be great to have you down here again. Yeah, definitely. I think definitely. it's on the radar. I think it's on the agent. I think it's on the radar somewhere. Yeah. Cool. That's great to hear. Well, I mean, there's loads of festivals anyway in the summer, which I'm sure. Can we get that GoPro back out to sea? Yeah. GoPro. <laughs> You'll fish it out. <laughs> Join us on the next episode where we catch up with Blackwaters and discuss their new sound, moving away from a big label, and much, much more. Like and subscribe to hear more, and don't forget to check out clunkmag.com for all your music needs. You can also check us out on all the social medias, including TikTok. This has been a Say Hello to Audio production. To hear more, head over to the website www.sayhellotoaudio.com or check out the link in the description below.